Welcome, kids, to Godland, a.k.a. the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, on each and every podcast provider on God's green earth. Riggedy, riggedy, wow. It is just, it has been such a wonderful year so far. It's been a long, strong year. It was an interesting January. Now we are dick deep in February, February 6th to be exactly. Things are crazy out there, man. Have you been reading the news? The news is going wild, baby. Everything, everything is crazy. You open up the news and the news barks back. Hmm, but it's gonna get better, I'm sure. Maybe, could be, maybe not. Everything is relative. Everything is relatives. Make sure to call your mom and dad, your aunts and uncles, your cousins and cousinettes. Make sure they know. Make sure they know what you're talking about. We have a wonderful show for you all. On this episode 13 of MDVH, we have Professor Hip Hop coming on the show today. He is a multi-platinum recording artist. He is probably one of the greatest hip hop artists of all time. One of the pioneers of hip hop, if I may be so frank, Lynn Roosevelt Delano. And then later on, we're going to have Little Man Cicero on the show. He is uh, not here yet because he's half the size of an average human being and it takes him double the time to get somewhere. So that's his whole deal. But we also have my big sister, and by big sister, I mean little sister on the show. First time ever I've had like a co-host on the show. Isn't that wacky, boys? Hashtag wacky boys at Michael Dupree VH. If you think that's wacky boys, how's it going, Lauren Dupree? It's uh going pretty hip hop. I just speaking of hip hop, I I have something to say. Yeah. Um, and this is serious life and not life, pretty practically life and death. Mm-hmm. But life and almost death. Almost yeah. Well, it's like uh, spiritual death, really. Spiritual death. Do not when pro- when Professor Hip Hop gets here. Mm-hmm. Do not look at him in the eyes when he says his name. Lauren was my producer for the Professor Hip Hop segment, and she had to go out and meet with Professor Hip Hop and his agents before and uh, had to you know, vet him, make sure it was a real Professor Hip Hop, make sure he knew the questions that we were going to ask him. And uh, she doesn't look like the same person as she was when she left. I remember, like... When I saw him, I went, this is weird, you know? Mm-hmm. And then... Because it's like, it's like you've been listening to this guy since you were a kid. Right. And so, like, he never really said his name to me when, like, we were doing whatever, like, doing the interview. He never said, I am Professor Hip Hop? No, he never said that. But then, like, at the end, he got up and, like, he had, like, this weird, like, I think he was, like, a raggedy Pistons hoodie, old Pistons hoodie. Mm-hmm. And, like two little strings at the top and like he like stood like he was gonna model it and then he went i am and then he and then he said the name and he looked at me right in right in the core and 
the core of your eyeballs? I don't even... When I went in the bathroom, I didn't even recognize myself after yeah. that. So just do yourself a your favor. Your face is very sullen looking now. Yeah. It's like like... It's like you're you don't look like you've lost like weight since the last time I saw you, but your face is very gaunt and like skinny mm-hmm. and like. It's like, like I saw like, like a your ghastly cheeks ghost. are like in cave, caved yeah. in. It's like, yeah, it's it's like I I I saw a bit in, into death itself. Wow. And I I looked at it right in the barrel of the gun, and it said, "I'm coming." Did he blow a kiss at you? It was like he did that, but he didn't. It was like a kiss to death. Yeah. It was wow. exactly. It I'm was... very excited to meet him. He's not. He's not here yet. He's still coming. But when he gets here, I'm gonna lose my freaking head, dude. Lose my freaking head. But how have you been, Lauren? Other than that, uh, you know, I've been doing all right. You know, How's just... your 2017 going? You know, it uh, definitely isn't different than uh, 2016. Any? It, yeah. it isn't different. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a, a little worse. Mm, I'd yeah, say. I would say so. I yeah. would say. I would say it's. I would worse. say it's so far not improved. No. So far, I would have already returned it from on Amazon. And yeah. Said, I, you know, I, I'm not, not happy. Improved. Not happy with my purchase. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have like, opened it and seen. You know the the quality of it and just mm-hmm. closed right back up zipped it right back up and not as out. described not yet not as described a little sour somewhat sad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i saw la la land a co- like a couple weeks ago oh though my god that was a great movie la la that was land. a good part about 2017 that honestly honestly you saw that yeah la la land um it, it it's my f- new favorite movie it um it beat dallas buyers club really oh yeah Wow. Yeah, I saw it with Aunt and Mom. Yeah. You know, the first act, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. You know, musicals. I'm into it. Oh, Second act was like, okay, all right, we're getting into we're it. Getting and then the it. third act, though, was like, and the ending. hello. Yeah. That, hello. Yeah, we won't That's why anything. this is an Oscar nom. Yeah, we won't ruin anything, but um, there's that. Like, if it had remained the same, like, quality mm-hmm. as the first act, it probably wouldn't have right. been, like, Oscar nom. Right, but it got so good. And I think that's, I mean, I don't know. It, all, I, all I can say is that Ryan Gosling and... Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Des- they they deserve their uh, their Golden Globes, which mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that they're going to be nominated for uh, Oscars as well. They were nominated. Oh, I okay. I haven't I haven't been able to keep yeah, up with. They're that. nominated for both. A- they're nominated best actor, best actress, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's best cinematography. The cinematography is amazing, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's absolutely beautiful. It's a good movie. It is. It's a it is that movie. I mean, if you want. And like, I mean, even if you're not fans of musicals, right? And that's like, there's not, it's not like, there's only like five or six songs. It's really not that overbearing of uh, of a musical. There's a lot of dialect in it, and it's dialogue, dialogue, (laughs) dialect. There's a couple dialects in there too. It's a very, it's a lot of dialogue in it, and it, um, it, I don't know. I was, I think that that's like a great thing for anyone to go see, even if you're like not into like chick flicks or musicals, whatever. I wouldn't even really consider that a chick flick. It's a lot more complex. I'm sure chicks, chicks would like it. Well, no, I mean, you I'm know sure how chicks would like it. I'm sure Mix would like well, it. Well, no, you know how people, oh, the t- you know, normal chick flick film. I don't know. I don't really. I mean, you know. I point is La La Land. He's got my stamp of approval. Yeah, it was very good. I can't endorse Wonderful it for best job. film though because I haven't seen like any of the other films that are on the. No, I, I haven't seen. I heard The Arrival's real good. Yeah. Wait, The Arrival. The Arrival. I did you see that? Yes. Wait, is that? 
did I? Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah, I definitely saw the arrival. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I was getting it mixed up because I also saw Doctor Strange right around that time too. Yeah, okay. So Doctor Strange is not on the no films list. no i know i'm just saying i got it's those, on best like, visual effects list i'm not saying i got those two films mixed up but i'm not i'm trying to like wait a second when did i see that okay anyway but yeah i did see um the arrival and that film was film that film was i can't even like describe that film that was so good like that was it was like you're sitting there and you're just like oh my god like because it just makes you think like i still think about that film did you poop your pants yeah like you still like to this day like i saw it months ago and i still think about it describe to me in detail no when you pooped your pants i can't i can't because i would ruin the, the i would ruin the no whole i don't want you to describe what happened in the movie i oh. want you to describe the feeling the sensation oh. of the oh, poop coming okay well, through your butt cheeks it was kind of like um like i was like oh my god like oh no this is happening and then i was like oh my god i know why like this is a good thing why this is happening because i'm so intrigued and so it was kind of like a, it was it was like a, oh no this is gonna be really embarrassing where but were you also beneficial i was at um imagine oh you were at a movie theater yeah Ooh, yeah. baby. yeah but i mean yeah, it was that film. I don't know because like film. It, film, it takes a minute for you to like understand what's mm-hmm, going on, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like Inception. I'm still hoping Cloud Atlas gets like an Oscar nomination. <laughs> that movie came out in like 2013. Cloud Atlas. I think they need to give it a retroactive Oscar nom. Whatever you think. I mean, I don't know. It's a great movie. Yeah, go I see mean, it. It didn't even like. I don't think it even got nominated for best makeup, and they made Holly Berry. Look like a Korean man, convincingly. Cloud Atlas. Yeah, I didn't even know until the end of the movie that it was not Holly. That it was Holly Berry. I was like, I didn't see that. I didn't see. Yeah, I got it on Blu-ray. Come on over, check it out. Okay. Check it out. We can do that. I also have Beetlejuice on Blu-ray. Beetlejuice on Blu-ray. Beetlejuice on Blu-ray. I forget how it goes. Well, that was ten minutes wasted. Just kidding. So, we are going to take a really quick break because I think I hear Professor Hip Hop's entourage coming. So, without further ado, be right back. Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. I'm here with Lauren Dupree, and we are sitting here. Don't look at him. I'm looking directly at his chest. Okay, yeah, don't look at him. We are sitting here with the one and only Professor Hip Hop. How is it going, Professor Hip Hop? It's going quite well. Good, good, good to hear that. Professor Hip Hop, uh, really quick before we continue... I know you don't like being looked in the eye. No, um, he loves it. 
I don't know. I, I know. demand. He it. demands you, you feel, do it, but oh, you, my ch- eyes. you shouldn't. I misunderstood. With your you eyes. never do it. You never. In no. Incredible he, intimate contact. No, he never. Well, no. I'll, I'll then consider you it. Truly understand. Are you into brevity, Professor Hip Hop? Like, do you prefer I call you Professor Hip Hop, or do you prefer Professor? You must, Mr. Hip Hop. No, you must call me by my name, my full name. So Don't look at him. Not Professor Hip Hop. It's too late for me. Okay. It's too late for me. So, Professor Hip Hop, you have been hip hopping and rapping since 1983. That's true. You are a truly a pioneer of the craft, of the medium. How did you, did you, would you say you invented hip hop? I wouldn't say I invented hip hop, but I studied it, researched it ad nauseum, and I have thus mastered it like none other. I am, simply put, the Beethoven, the Mozart of my time. That's very, that's, uh, very, uh, I, I can't argue that i mean your hip-hop is unprecedented unprecedented like i know how to hip-hop better than you probably know how to put sriracha on a hamburger probably i'm when i put like condiments on my burgers and stuff like i feel like you're supposed to spread it you know what i mean like take a little butter knife and spread it i just like i don't put sriracha on anything you don't put sriracha on anything no my stomach would fall out I have GERD, and I put sriracha GERD. on everything. That's right. I was right. I got wicked GERD. Mike's got GERD. And you got diagnosed Professor Hip Hop, are, are you a doctorate of hip hop, or are you just a professor? Do you have, like, a master's degree? I am. No. I have three doctorates okay. in hip hop. So can you Rap. diagnose my GERD for me? I can diagnose it. It's from a lack of quality hip hop. Wow. <laughs> no doctors have told me that before. And eating too much goat cheese. Mm. You also eat a lot of goat cheese. I also eat a lot of spicy food. You probably shouldn't put so much sriracha on your... I don't put that much sriracha on things, just the right amount. Mm-hmm. Professor Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. So, your first album... Yes. The Rules of Hip Hop 101. Yes. Went double gold, double platinum. Yes. How did that feel when you had only been hip hopping for one year to be that successful and to be the first hip hop album to go double platinum or platinum at all? Well, to be fair, well, to be honest, well, to be blunt, I have to say, I knew it was going to happen. I calculated it. Hmm. So it's all you got it all down to a science. Exactly. Wow. And you're. Uh, if I if it had not happened, I it would be a devastating failure, and you would have never seen me again from me again. And your single, your one single from that that album. Uh, why don't you coochie with me? Yes. Is it, it's a, it's I mean, disgusting. it's a class. It's a, excuse me. That's just really gross. It's, excuse me. It's, it's a hip hop classic. It's it not, not only a hip hop classic. It's like, a, it disgusting. is, it's just as the recognized. Song is disgusting. Lauren, it is not. Don't be rude to our guests. Excuse me. It's, well, he's out to perform it. It's so, so well, it's so derogatory towards women. It's side, it was the eighties. Everything was derogatory listen, towards women. It was from a different but, time. You shouldn't be backing that up, Mike. He's the professor of hip-hop. Right? I am the professor of Mike. hip-hop. Mike. Okay, let me get my question out. Okay. Since that song was made, it has become... It's in almost every every single movie. Exactly. It's in... It, almost I mean, exactly every movie. It's in, it, is, it is, in fact, in every Ben Stiller movie and in Ever. every single Adam Sandler movie. Yes. Shallow Hell. Mm-hmm. Romancing the Mary. Mm-hmm. 
the uh, the holiday, mm-hmm. uh, the visit, the night it follows the night museum. Yep, night at the museum three. Yes, the night museum. And uh, also the septum piercings. Yes, which is a documentary, a rockumentary. Boy with a butterfly tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also Samoa Joe's life story. Are you guys okay? So. Juggalos at Shangri-La. In case any one of my listeners have been living under a rock and hasn't heard. What was it called again? I don't even know. Come coochie with me. Come coochie with me. Now here is Professor Hip Hop performing Come Coochie With Me. And I also want to point out that the, the beat. And this song is so ahead of its time, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, this right. sounds like a modern beat, but yeah. it was made in 1984. Sure. I, I just want to let you know this is all according to my science. So here is Professor Hip Hop performing live, Come Coochie With Me. Oh, Professor Hip Hop. It's 1983, baby. I got this shit unlocked. <gasps> Swearing. Yeah. Yeah. There used to be a lad of 18. Oh, yeah. Come coochie with me. Girl, come coochie with me. It looks so nice out in the sky. Whoa, yeah. Come coochie with me. Come coochie with me. In my Cadillac Eldorado. A mix up, a mash up, just like my cup. It's got Percival Gin at the general, general state. Come coochie with me. Come coochie with me. Coochie with me in my smart ass whip. Professor Hip Hop, Professor Hip Hop, 1983 and beyond. Wow, oh my god. I mean, I've heard that song like a million times, but like hearing it live, like in front of me on my show, like it's like nothing, <laughs> there's nothing like it. Lauren, how could you possibly not like that song? I wanted to, when I made the song, I wanted to stress how much that women were in good hands with me. <laughs> yeah. You know, exactly. you can get in my car, we can drive around the town, and you can come coochie with me. Mm-hmm. You know? So. That's why I made the song. And that's why it is the best. Indisputably. And women, all women agree. Mm-hmm. Lauren, do you uh, have you changed your mind? No. Okay. So, Professor Hip Hop, you, you made that song. It was a, yes. a hit. It was a huge hit. It was the most, one it of was the most like popular songs in they America. They played it all. Every black, every black party... During the 1980s, had the song. Mm-hmm. I went to every single one. Trust still, me. still every block party yes. in the in yeah. 2017. Yep. I mean, I've been to three this year alone, and every single one has played Professor Hip Hop's "Come Coochie with Me." To the worst block parties, then. Excuse me. I mean, who is this co-host, Lauren? I, if you're going to be disrespecting Professor, listen, Hip-Hop, no, 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 I have to disrespect him. You weren't there. Listen, it's it's not her fault that she has this opinion. I have, you know, it's all his I'm fault. saying. 
It's your fault for hire, for keeping no, her employed. No, no, no. It's your. I'm no, saying no, 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 no. it's your Look, fault. You guys. It's your fault for taking him in here. You were the producer of this segment. This was your idea to have Professor. Hip-Hop I told on the you. Show. You told me to go go interview this guy, and I said all right. And then I went and I came back and I looked like I had died. And then I said I don't know about this. And you're like it was your idea. And I said no, it wasn't. Now you're saying it now. Look. My point is that we have the god of hip hop on He's the He's not the god of hip hop. The professorial no. god of hip hop. No, not even close. Ipso facto. All right, Professor Hip Hop. So, in 1984, your album went double record platinum, okay? Mm-hmm. And you look back. I, or you didn't look back. I didn't look, did not look you back. You said, not even all right, once. that is done. That's done. That was. Moving on. Moving that was forward. This is statement of my hip hop career, and you wanted to move on from there. Yes. So, in 1986, you mm-hmm. released the classic album "Shana Na 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 Na." Get out of here! Why don't you? Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't understand that. Didn't understand the it, the but, name of it, but they found that the record itself what transcended what you had done before. It almost made your first album seemed primitive. Exactly, yes. Like a caveman made it. But it's still a very sophisticated, well-educated, handsome caveman. I wouldn't, so I wouldn't what did you... So what What motivated you to... What were the... First of all, what, what do you feel the themes were for that record and what motivated you to make it? Um. Well, I was sitting in uh, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Mm-hmm. And I was... Uh, I was sitting on a park bench mm-hmm. and I heard... A young man trying to court a young lady, mm-hmm. and he was saying "sha na 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 sha na 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 na," and she goes "sha na 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 na." Hey, get out! So, and I said, "That's brilliant," and I incorporated it. So you stole it. So- it's inspiration. It's man. inspiration. You stole, stole it. it. It's not stealing if he admits that. That's it's where not, it wasn't copyright. From. It was just a thing together. Stole what she was saying. Though. No, I she, encapsulated it. What if that it, was a song they listen, were singing? What if that was a song they were singing? You just uh-huh, didn't know, and you stole but it. There's something to be said for encapsulating some something you hear in time forever as a tribute, mm-hmm. an homage, an homage. I agree with that. So, what would you? I mean, the classic from that album is everybody say it at once. Red, Red peppers. peppers. In Guam. Thanks for participating, Lauren. You're welcome. But what is your favorite al- song from that album? That the, my favorite one is called uh, "When in Rome, Light That Place Up." Great. So, and and what is the song about? It's about going to Rome mm-hmm. and uh, putting up. I mean, we all know what it's about, but well, yeah. Well, secretly, it's. It, in the song, it doesn't really detail this, but in in what inspired it was I went to Rome and I just I was hanging up Christmas lights in the middle of July. I was very drunk, very high on cocaine, and I it was the eighties. It was the eighties, judgy, and he was I, talking about Lauren. <clears throat> and see, I'm allergic to judgment. Mm. Yeah, I'm allergic um, to bullshit. So and I and I, well, listen, listen to this story, and you'll find that I'm a good man. Okay, I'm a benevolent professor of hip hop, professor hip hop. 
Did you look at him in the eye? No, not yet. So don't. When I was in Rome, I lit the place up. I mean, okay, I hung up too much lights, and yes, it burned down a whole city block. Okay, yes, but when in Rome. He doesn't. How 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 does that? How are you? How am I gonna so, tell that you're a good professor guy? Professor Hip Hop, we are going to. Are, do you mind performing your favorite song I, from absolutely. that album? Absolutely. I I with without pause. So here is from his hit record, Shana Na 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 Na, get out of here. Uh huh. Professor Hip Hop with When in Rome, light the place up. Yeah. PH 1986 uh and on and on uh yeah uh 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 I'm in fancy ass Italy uh with my Uzis out uh, I'm blasting fools in the mouth uh butters everywhere on my toes on the stairs leading up to the cathedral cathedral that place where all the gladiators were they shit in each other's mouth uh 1986, or maybe a few grenades. I'm gonna light this fucking place up. Italy! What's up? Jeez. It's like amazing watching this unfold right before my eyes. Like, I, it's amazing to me that you still have the same passion and prowess for the music that you made back back in the 80s. I, I, I always bring a spectacle. And it's amazing that you, uh, a lot of people credit N.W.A. for starting Gangster Rap, but they didn't release you know their their first record until 1992, right? It was 89, I believe. I uh, 89, right. So you were, you were three years ahead of them. Absolutely. I knew how hard it was on the streets. Well, okay, I knew how hard it was on the streets, but not in Rome, so I wanted to make it hard for them too. Yeah, why does Rome get it get it so well? It's a social you know? experiment. Yeah. It's academic. Yeah, it's great. I see your judgments there. And now Ro- it's and, academic. And Rome Academia. still hasn't recovered. The the slums of Rome still haven't recovered. No, no, but they still really like your music. They better, or I'll come back and light the place up. I would love to see a sequel to that song. Oh, oh you're giving me inspiration, Michael. Great. So hey, Italy. Buckle up. So after 1996, mm-hmm. you took a long hiatus. You you stopped yes. making music for a while. Yeah, I was doing some soul searching. Um, well, I was addicted to crystal meth. Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped down to Don't 98. Laugh at him, Lauren. I'm I not dropped laughing. down. I'm I dropped down to 98 pounds. I was barely surviving off Which my royalties. Which is terrifying because you're six foot seven. Yes, barely surviving off my royalties. Okay. And spending quite a copious amount on crystal meth. And it was 1995. My producer, his name was um, Fitz Hammondswitz. He he told me I needed to get my things together and make a comeback. They wanted it so bad. In the era of golden age hip-hop of the gangsta rap, 
they needed my presence once again. But they needed something different. They needed a uniting voice. That's why it's called We the Purple. And that was released in 1994? No, 1996. 1996, my bad, sorry. So, yeah, you took a decade-long break and released We the Purple. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, critically panned. People did not like that record. It was a lot, it was very different from your previous It was work. very much a... I, okay, I, I during mid-1995, I went into rehab. I met Tommy Chong mm. while I was in rehab, and he said... You know the only way to kick the, not Tommy Chong. the crystal method is to smoke the marijuana. And wow. so I wow. smoked copious amounts of marijuana, and then thus We the Purple became pretty much a... Um, Tribute to weed. It was a very much a compilation of marijuana-infused field tracks. Well... Uh, I think one thing that people really didn't like about it was that instead of rapping over beats, you just rapped over the sounds of like crickets and yes. houseflies yes. and bees. Uh, yes. Um, which they I mean, had a natural rhythm. People didn't understand it. That taking the sounds that you hear at night or out in the wild is is the most folk thing you can do, which is hip hop. It's folk. It's urban folk. So why not? Rap over pigeons cawing and the knock, knock, knock of your landlord at your door. Well, while the most of that album is panned, uh, critically panned, the one so- album song that really got people going was your song Cicadas. Yes. Um, yes. So if you wouldn't mind, would you mind performing a bit of that song for us today? I will perform quite a bit for you. Okay, so here is from the album the We the People. Here is Cicadas by Professor Hip Hop. Nineteen ninety-six. Professor Hip Hop. We the purple. It's summer. Nineteen ninety-five. Crystal Methods on my mind. But I don't have the time, and I don't have the body mass. I'm tired of walking out in public in my bare ass. There's something completely wrong with society. To let me go this far, Professor Hip Hop was a gift. A gift that you must never unequip. Professor Hip Hop is on his deathbed! He's gonna eat his last supper of cicadas in bed. The world is cruel. The world is raw. Now smoke this marijuana monkey paw. Cicadas in my mind. I'm just blown away Lauren like that was can you believe how lyrically yeah, amazing that, that was is? amazing yeah see you even got Lauren to turn around I right? sense I'm sorry I don't mean to be confrontational on your show but I sense a bit of sarcasm a bit no. of 
of I'm, I don't know where you'd be getting that. It's like what's the what's the word that I'm looking for? It's almost like you're full of shit. Hmm. Hmm. I can see where you'd get that, but I I just this is how I act when I look at pools. Oh. So Professor Hip Hop, after that album was not well received. Although yes. I think that's probably some of your most brilliant work ever. Some not of the most up. experimental. Yes, it was experimental. Mm-hmm. People don't really get it. Not pointing any fingers here. I didn't say anything. I will point fingers gladly. It's your producer. She's not normally my producer. She was just, she wanted to produce a segment for me, and I said sure. And I can not certainly even tell true. you. It's not even half true. What? I, I said what. I, earlier, that was the real story, what I said. You wanted to produce a segment for me, though. And I, said, I said, yeah. Okay. I, you said, hey, how do you feel about producing a segment? I said, okay, sure. And then you said, okay, well, there's Professor Hip Hop. And I was uneasy about it. And I went, and then I that horrible experience happened. You mean that wonderful, life-shattering. We have been speaking with Professor Hip Hop for 23 minutes now, and I have had nothing but pleasant experience. Okay. That, yeah, so. well, it didn't happen until, like, hours in. Well, we'll see. We'll see if if this turns around. So, Professor Hip Hop, after your 1996 album, We the Purple, mm-hmm. went, didn't go any platinum, didn't go didn't, gold, didn't no, even go silver, no, didn't even go bronze. It was a flop. It was a we'll give it that. It was a market failure. You went. You stopped making music for a long time again. You didn't. You were done making music until now. You're. You're only just now releasing your first album since We the Purple. Yes. Coming out in when is it coming out? April April twentieth. Oh. It's four twenty. But this time it's not a tribute. Not a tribute. This is Is this a return to form? This is a return to form. So it's all researched and and perfectly panned down. Yes. Wow. This is me without any influence. Without without Crystal mess? Wow. Without marijuana. Without anything. This is just Professor Hip Hop. Unadulterated. Pure. 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 What is your influences from this album? My influences are the streets, as always. Great. And academia! So, Professor Hip Hop, if you, if, if you, my listeners, stick around to the end of the show... You will be lucky enough, fortunate enough, to hear a brand new, un- never heard before track from Professor Hip Hop. First time he's ever performed in 21 years on the radio. It, it will feel okay. so good. First time you've ever performed on a podcast, too. Yes. So that's exciting. Very exciting. But we are going to take a brief break because... Dinah Jones has a quick little breaking news segment for us that we're going to get to. We'll be back after this. Thank you. I'm over here at Bubblicious Betty's Strip Mall, where a huge sinkhole has given itself right in Chocolate Eddie's Chocolate Shop. Now, we're, we're trying to get details on this developing story. Many witnesses have said, though, that a man 
walked into the chocolate shop um, just wanting to look around and get some quotes on chocolate for an early Valentine's Day present for his wife, where he was then forced to have several samples of the truffles. Afterwards, the man could not stop. He ate truffle after truffle after truffle, coconut, peanut butter, pork. And let me tell you, the man wouldn't stop. One man said that he had to exit the building because there was just no more room left. I got a word from Chocolate Eddie, and the only thing he could say was that he did what his mama gave him. That's all down here at Bubblicious Betty's Strip Mall. Back to you. Welcome back to the Mike of the Pre-Variety Hour. Thank you, Dinah, for your amazing breaking news alert. I hope everyone's safe. I hope everyone's okay. I hope everyone's fine. I hope everyone's doing good. I'm here with Professor Hip Hop. Hello, my constituents. Professor Hip Hop segment was over, but he insisted on sticking around and he scared Lauren out of the studio because he looked her directly in the eye and her eyes started to bleed. So she's gone maybe for good and no fear though because as lauren was stumbling out the door she tripped and fell over the little man cicero how's it going cicero oh my god it's going very well good to see you cicero so i mean you and i have met each other in the past yes um i tripped over you once i that's something that happens to me normally yeah i i you know everyone like oh look little guy on the ground and they just pop me over like some type of soccer ball do you think people purposely hit you and kick you and trip over you or do you think you're just so small i don't i don't know i i i want to say that they do it to have fun with me not for themselves so you think it's like a playtime i hope so so cicero you uh, have made a living out of being small. Yes. Which not like you don't play. Uh, you're you're to be clear. To be clear, Cicero is not like he's not like a, a dwarf, right? He's not like a small man. He is a little man. It's a it's a completely different classification. It whole and it holds his whole self. He doesn't have dwarfism. He's literally has the proportions and shape of a fully grown man. Mm-hmm. If the fully grown man were literally shrunk down, mm-hmm. um, and it's not a disease, you were actually shrunk down with like a shrink ray. Science. Uh, yes, that is that is very much correct, Michael. And and when did that happen? Um. Well, I don't. I I, I don't exactly re- remember. Uh, it happened quite many many moons ago. Uh, I was a very young child, very small. So you were small, and then you continued to grow like a normal person, mm-hmm. but half the size of a normal person. Mm-hmm. Precisely. And who shrunk you down? My father, actually. Uh, he came up one day, and he's a very tall man, very... Uh, tall relative to you now, or tall no, relative just tall, to me? Tall. He's, ve- he's about seven, two. Wow. 
So you're very small compared to him now. Mm. So what oh, happened? Yes. I mean, my father, if he wanted to, he could kill me like that. Nothing. I mean, it would. To be yeah. to, to clarify for my uh, listeners at home, uh, little man Cicero, when he said like that, he snapped his little fingers. And you know, now it's a, it's a problem. You know, it's a problem. I have a, I have a self-identity problems. I forget who I am sometimes. I also forget um, uh, where I was from, how I used to say certain words, and who my mom is. I didn't. I where are you never, from? I don't. Um, well, my father. He doesn't. He doesn't normally talk like me. Um, he. I mean, he does sometimes, but I. I, I think normally he's just. Mocking me, he's like, "Oh, this is so chop. There you, Cicero." So, wait. So you didn't you didn't finish your story about how you ended up getting shrunk down? Oh, right. Um. Well, okay. So anyway, so my father he came in one day, and I you know I was going to be short man anyway. I was going to be very small, mm-hmm. um, because my mother was very small. Apparently, I've never seen my mother. Mm-hmm. I've never known. I didn't. I I don't even really know if she existed. But anyways. My mother was very small, and my father was very large, and he didn't like that. So he thought, well, in order to really cope with my smallness and to to really get himself um, acquainted, he decided to just make me very small, very very little, um, and and it it only really um, it, it only affected my 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 outer part of me, not my inner. I really appreciate that you really you kind of let your you you've kind of taken your walls down a little bit since you've started talking. You know, you you at first you seemed like you were trying to like puff yourself up and seem really big and I know I you, like, I, put I on have a more to do... gruff voice. Yeah, and... I ha- I um well that's like I said I don't remember much of um how I used to talk, so I try to um talk differently. But that was also intimidation because of I was walking in when there was a very strange uh, situation happening and. And yeah. when I get you have a big bruise on your forehead yeah, now. When I get um when I get scared or you know even excited, I I I, I talk like this sometimes. Yeah. So, so I I get I get very um I don't know, but again I I can't control it because I I simply ever since being especially since being stepped on so many times, you know, so many different head injuries, but especially because I was shrunk down to such a small uh, capacity that mm-hmm. sometimes I just can't keep control. So, so you, you, like I said, you've made a living, um, being small. Right. Um, what kind of things Because you, you make good money. You make pretty I good do, money. I, you know, I have a very beautiful home. I have, a, I have five beautiful homes actually. Mm-hmm. But you don't, you're not, an, you're not like, you don't play Santa's elves or anything oh, like that. Oh God. You know, and that's the thing. You know, I've gotten so many calls. Oh, Cicero, you know, you gotta do this. You gotta do that. And then I, I said, you know, I don't have to be an elf. I, I don't have to be a little, uh, uh, like, you know, those little people that are on part of the, uh, the, the, uh, the models. For Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, like those little tabletop models arrangements of like the this ice skating mm-hmm. and waiting in line for Santa Claus and opening presents. So what do you do? Uh, well, I, uh, I, I'm a spokesperson. Wow. Yeah. And I, uh, I go around and I talk to everyone, uh, you know, big and small. Um, and I, I, I say, you know, listen, the smallness doesn't hold you back. 
It only pushes you forward. And I also say that for largeness, too. You Are know? there a lot of people that have the same problem as you? Like, people that have been, have been shrunk Have down? been shrunk? Um, out of the how many, uh, 7 billion people, uh, there's probably two of us. Oh, wow. Me and my sister. Oh. <laughs> you could have said that. Your sister was shrunk down, too? She was. She was actually shrunk down many moons before I. What was her name? Yeah. Or what uh, is her name? Cicero. Her name is or was Cicero? It is and was. She dead? She is not dead. Oh, where is she? No, she's uh, I don't know. She's probably outside. She drove me here. Hi, you guys are both named Cicero. Yes. Well, you know, my father, he's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, you know, um, Ger- uh, not Gary Coleman. <laughs> um, uh, George Foreman. Oh. You know, George named all of his sons George. And my father, because, again, my mother, who knows where she was. I'm beginning to think my father outed my mother, but... I don't know. But anyways. Maybe she was uh, in Rome when I burned it down. Well. Could, you, you know, and Professor that very well. Your mom. But my father only told me and Cicero ho- horrible things about, about her. So it, uh, I don't really want to meet her if she dis, does slash did exist. So, so when you, you, someone calls the name Cicero out and you're right. with your sister, right. how do you know which one they are referring to? Or do you? It's a, it's a, you you have to say with a little bit of a different. Uh, uh, so it's like you're Cicero and she's Cicero. No, I'm Cicero. Mm-hmm. She's Cicero. Oh, cis like Cicero. C- yeah, and so I'm you're, Cicero. You're Cicero. I'm she's, Cicero. She's Cicero. I'm Cicero. Mm-hmm. And she's Cicero. I'm no. Cicero, and she's Cicero. 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 I'm Cicero. Cicero. And she's Cicero. Great. Do you want to do a quick freestyle about Cicero real quick, Professor Hip Hop? Please. Sure, yeah. Freestyle, no beat. All right. Here we go. There was once a little man. His name was Cicero. He had a sister. Her name was Cicero. Yeah. She came into the room and said, actually, my name was Cicero. Yeah. Mm. I said, I'm sorry. I forgot about your name already because I'm high on vitamins. You obviously are because that's not her name. Her name is Cicero. Her name is Cistrin. My name is Cicero. Her name is Cicero. Your name is Steve. No. And her name is Steve Rowe. No, my name is Cicero. Mr. Hip Hop, don't make fun of the little man. Yeah, please. My name is Cicero. Okay, listen. I'm a much bigger man than Cicero. And me. And you. Combined. Combined, I feel as though I can push you guys around. Am I right? No. I'm going to start talking Am in right? my imi- imi- entourage. I'm yes. going to start talking in my scared voice in a moment. If you don't, you're, level, you're, level. F- you're barely. If you don't let off, you barely register on a, a ruler. Do I? That's rude. He's like two. You barely register on the smart bus. Oh, wow, wow. You that was very strong of you, Cicero. I'm very proud of you. You didn't start to You know, I had to take shiver. a lot of shit from my father and Cicero, so... You didn't get along with Cicero? Cicero? Cicero. No. She, uh, I mean, she's my best friend, but goddammit, I would throw her into a pile of poop in a Well, minute. guess what? I'm calling the authorities. I'm On calling... What? Sister... Sister-o no. Protection Services. She's older than me. Everyone needs protection. She's mm-hmm. out there reading her comic books about Everyone. cabbage. And Everyone needs protection. He has got a gun. Please put your gun away, Professor Hip Hop. 
Don't panic, Cicero. He's not, talking, he's, it's a water gun. It's not Still a water a very gun. Very big water it gun. It squirts it's a Calvin. It squirts the water out for the little pigeons for them to drink it. It's so very it's big. It's a Calvin Klein perfume spritzer. My mother apparently really loved him, and that's what pop. Apparently, she ran off to go be with Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein. Or or was it? But I killed Calvin Klein. No, you didn't. And assumed his identity for for five years. I just saw him on the road out a minute ago. Well, that's his, that's my his doppelganger. No. Yes. I've killed all the doppelgangers. Cicero, you gotta stop embellishing your stories. That's a bold faced lie. No, it's not. Come on, someone. My mother was in love with Calvin Klein, and I'm out to get her. So of course I'm. Going Cicero, to kill. you just said five minutes ago you have no idea if your mother even exists. So quit trying to make Professor Hip Hop seem like a bad guy. Quit making Professor Hip Hop seem like he. He was just talking crap about my sister Cicero. He wasn't talking crap. I about was her. saying I would save her. He was talking crap about you. If you saving her from you, you and Professor Hip Hop, don't. What are you just gonna go and? I'm mediating here. He I'm just is saying. The med- med- don't embellish dater. stories about seeing Calvin Klein when we all know Calvin Klein's dead. Calvin Klein is not dead. Calvin Klein is dead. Trust me. Google it. He's dead. I was at his funeral. Ask Suri. I'm already so bored. He's throwing things at me. He threw so, things at me. Cicero. Yes. I still love you. Mm-hmm. Cicero, what are the what are you do plans for the future? Are you just, you're gonna continue to just be a spokesperson, or are you gonna move forward in the world? I really want to create some type of product. Mm-hmm. Very much. Uh, I don't know what kind of product, um, but I want it to be memorable and for everyone to rememberable. be... Rememberable. I want it to be memorable and I want it to be something that people use on a daily basis, numeral times throughout the day. And what are you thinking? Toothpaste, oh. but made with shards of some kind of diamond in order to keep your teeth wealthy. Wealthy, mm-hmm. not healthy. Wealthy and healthy. Here's an idea. Paper, but to dry your armpits off. Here's my second idea. Paper, but to dry a microphone off after you've been spitting on it for I believe you're hours. only going to need that product. I believe you should probably just stick to hip-hop, Professor Hip-Hop. Here's another idea. Okay. Paper for when I'm done spitting on you and you are corpse. That's disgusting. You're going to kill us. Bounty. The quicker hipper hopper productioner. It's a lifestyle. So we're reaching the end of the show. But before we end the show, we are going to play a quick game how do you guys feel about playing a quick game suppose i have time the only game in which i am accustomed to is that of the hip-hop game so do you you don't want to play a game i will play the game yes okay so this game is similar to the game fuck mary kill you've heard of it i'm sure plentiful times fuck mary kill professor hip-hop fork murray hill yes i've heard of him okay so this game is similar to Fuck, Marry, Kill, but we're going to change it up a little bit. So I'm going to ask you guys three each scenarios, and I'll give you three people, and you're going to tell me which ones you would do to which and all that. Okay? So 
drive in a Lamborghini with, beat in a foot race on the moon with, or beat on the on a foot race with on the moon, kill. Okay. This is this one is for Cicero. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was it was. Um, drive the Lamborghini. Drive the Lamborghini. Beat on a beat. Put the foot race on the moon. Mm-hmm. Kill. All right. Um. Tom Brokaw. All right. Terry Bradshaw. All right. And Meg Ryan. All right. All right. Well, I would definitely drive in the Lamborghini with Tom Brokaw. Mm-hmm. I feel as though he'd have very many uh, stories. Mm-hmm. We'd probably go back to his house. He has probably books. Books and, on books. And scotch. So that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, and then um, beat in the foot race. I would really want to beat Meg Ryan in yeah. the foot race. Mm-hmm. You've got mail. Knock her down. Knock her down. You know, yeah. Peg, you knock know. Knock her down. Knock her down a Meg. And then I would kill Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. He deserves it. All right. Professor Hip Hop. You ready? Always. All right. Initiate. So find a used condom under. Is it their used condom? It's your used condom. Our used condom. And you found it under them. Oh. Beat with a four-inch stick covered in thumbtacks, and then they fall in love with you. Kill. Okay? So find a used condom under, mm-hmm. beat with a four-inch stick, and then they fall in love with you. Mm-hmm. Kill. Sam Shepard. Sam Smith or Sam Rockwell. I would find a used condom under um, General Patton. Why are you going off the beaten path? Huh? You're going off the beaten path. You, You mentioned... General Patton. I didn't mention General Patton. Who were your candidates again? Sam Shepard. General Sam Patton. Sam Smith. And, General Patton. And General Patton. Fuck, you're right. Sorry. Okay, so you'd find a use condom under General Patton. Exactly. All right. And then I would beat with a tax strip, and they would fall in love with me. I would... Okay. Sorry. Dwight Eisenhower. Okay. Um, and then I would kill Callista Flockhart. Okay, great. So does anyone have, either you guys have one you want to give me? Maybe you guys want to collaborate on one? Maybe one of you do the scenarios, one of you do the the names? I'll do the scenarios and you do the names. All right. Okay. So make a special sauce, a condiment sauce with... Learn like collaborate with them yeah. on a on a on a condiment sauce. Yeah. Okay. Teach a language that you don't know to okay. the person, and then play fuck Mary kill with. Okay. So, what were they again? Uh, condiment. Condiment. Um. Uh, teach a language. That teach don't a language know. that you don't know. And play fuck Mary kill. And with. play fuck okay. Mary kill. All right. right, so we have Poe from Teletubbies. Mm-hmm. We have um, we have Nancy Drew. Okay. And then we have um, we're going to do Ryan Seacrest. Ooh, okay. 
I would mm, teach Poe a language I don't know because he would not be able to correct me because he doesn't know English. Uh, I would make a condiment with Nancy Drew because she's resourceful and she would assuredly know what direction to go to make the condiment taste good. And I'd play Fuck, Mary Gill with Ryan Seacrest because that guy needs to loosen up a bit, you know what I mean? Correct. He, he has that kind of look of, like, I'm trying to look like I'm loosened up, you know what I mean? But you know that dude goes home and he just, like, smiles into the mirror for and, 25 and minutes. Cries. He's super wound up. Yeah. So, well, that's that's the game. And I think that's our show, you guys. Thank you both so much for coming on the show. Cicero, Professor Hip Hop. I just looked into his eyes. He didn't say the name, Professor. though. You just don't look at him in the eyes when he's saying the name. Oh, okay, okay. I think I'm good. I looked into his eyes, and it, I was very scared for a minute that I'd lose my life. But, Professor Hip Hop, you are going to perform your a new song, a new single from your yes. record. For your, your new record. Yes. What's your new record called? It's called You Must Look Me in the Eyes. Okay, and what's the single called? Now. Now. Okay, so here is Now from the record You Must Look Me in the Eyes by Professor Hip Hop. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Make sure you guys head over to Go Comedy Theater on February 15th where I will be performing participating in the itty bits tournament with my troop three notes at 8 p.m go check it out kids find more information at gocomedy.com here is now by professor hip-hop bye yeah Sit in the back of the presidential limousine Bulletproof armor This queen I look like an Egyptian queen Cleopatra Cleopatra Yeah Professor Hip Hop 2017 Yeah Coming down Real fresh Yeah I gave up crystal meth Yeah It's in the past I'm looking real fresh, yeah. It's something cool, yeah. I'm looking really fresh now. And you're a fool, Lauren. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Yeah, now look me in the eye. Now look me in the eye. Please look me in the eye. I'm Professor Hip Hop. Professor Hippity Hop. Back once again from the dead. You must respect Keep it in your pants Back in the limousine Barack Obama, Bill Clinton And George W We're all Ragging about Jeb Bush Sorry, Jebby Your ass is cush And we're smoking it Rolling it up In our red carpet of justice with a little bit of blood Cause what's red without blood? Yeah Professor Hip Hop 2017 Now come on Look me in the eye Now look me in the eye Now Now look me in the eye Now Now look me in the eye Now Now look me in the eye 
bring it back now Now look at me in the eye It's Professor Hip I'm looking at you, Jimmy Fallon. No. I demand your blood. No. No. I want everyone's blood. No. no. Look me in the eye. No. Now look me in the no. eye. Please look me in the no. eye. No. Professor Hip Hop. No. 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 Professor Hip no. Hop. Professor. No. Professor Hip Hop. The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please make sure to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to follow the show on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Michael Dupree VH. The intro song to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Somewhere in My Mind by Apache Tomcat. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Wow, that was great.